Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Vayelech Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Parshas Vayelech. The topic of our Aliyah is the writing of the first Sefer Torah. It is three psukim long, running from Imperik Lamed Aleph Pasuk Zayin to Tess. And we hear in the following in terms of the summary. First, we hear that Moshe calls Yoshua and publicly tells him to be strong, strengthen himself, because he will lead the people into the land of Israel. Hashem will go in front of you, Yoshua, and he will not abandon you, so there is no need to fear. He then writes down his Torah and gives it to the Kohanim who carry the Aaron. A few basic points to ponder. Number one, why does he need to do this with Yoshua? What's this whole formality? The Netziv says he is formalizing that Yoshua need not fear from the enemies he is about to encounter, nor from the people, and that needs to be done publicly. It's also worthwhile noting that Moshe, once again, is solidifying the continuation plan. And that is, as Moshe knows, he is about to die, and he needs to make sure that it is public knowledge to everybody else, without equivocation, or suggestion, or controversy, or conspiracy, that there may be another leader, or who's going to be doing the next step. So Moshe is making sure that is very clear. What type of leader is Yoshua meant to be? So Rashi cites the Gore in Sanhedrin of Cheson Aleph, that there are two sets of instructions which are given to Yoshua, which sound almost identical, but slightly different. In Aralia, we hear the command where Moshe tells Yoshua that uh, you are going to enter the land. Um, the way he phrases it is, You'll go with the people into the land. But if you actually fast forward a few psukim to Pasuk Chav Gimel in the same parak, Hashem, when describing the responsibility of Yoshua, says it ever so slightly differently. He says, Chazak you should be strong and strengthen yourself. You will bring. A difference of one letter. Moshe says, You will go with. And Yoshua, he says, You will bring. What difference does it make? So the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them, telling him to work with the people, work with the leaders, encourage them, be empathetic, walk with them. That's Tavoy. But then Hashem is telling him, well, you need to bring them. And sometimes Tavi means to say even coercion. Even at times where they're not interested in listening to what you have to say. The Gemara gives a drastic expression. It says, take a, a makel and hit them on their heads. Meaning to say, there's going to come times where it needs to be done by force. And these are two models of leadership necessary at different times. The Tavoy leadership with walking among empathetically. And Tavi, the leadership which requires D- demands, which requires authority, which d- demands one way, not multiple narratives. Both of these are the instructions given to Yahushua. Perhaps different roles for different times, even in the same leader. Finally, the last question of Salia is, what is the point of this Torah being written down? So this seems to be the first Torah ever written in, the, in, in history. So what is the point of this? So the Sfarna says that what it refers really to the Parashah Samelech, the sections that are about to be read at Hakel, which is the topic of the next Aliyah, and this would be given to the Quran because that would facilitate the Hakel ceremony with the king. So this wasn't the full Torah, but it's referring to those sections. However, most of the Mufarshah understand it refers to the entire Torah, like the Ramban says, from Bereshis to Le'enei Kol Yisrael, which requires a certain degree of futuristic knowledge, which the Gomorrah and Bavabasra deals with. How can he write the parts that haven't yet unfolded? We'll get there as we get there. Um, but it is all 
Um, it is all placed together, and this is the Torah which belongs in the Aaron, belongs in the Ark, or on the side of the Ark, depending on the Gemara Babasras and as to how it would fit in. Um, and this would be the prototype of Torahs for any other Torah written there afterwards. It's fascinating to notice that the Tosis and Babasra points out that when they would write another Torah, they would compare it to this Torah, which would mean that they would ne- necessarily need to enter the Kodesh Gadoshim, not just the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur, but sometimes to access this Torah, and that would be all right. That would be acceptable because of accessing this Torah. This Torah has a long and fascinating history, um, which we, we will see. It's the Torah which appears again at the times of Yoshio Amelech later on, according to many of the Forish and the Malbim over there, um, who explain that this Torah is going to be one of the important links and connectors in Jewish tradition. Nonetheless, we have uh, um, the Oznam Torah points out one point as well, and that you'll see that Moshe Ben is speaking to Yoshua, and Skip and Aliyah is going to continue speaking to Yoshua, but in the middle now we hear about writing this Torah and Kakel, and this is to demonstrate that Yoshua's success will be contingent on him himself reading the Torah not just as a military leader. It's not for him to be above the law and to preach the law. He needs to practice the law, which is why that's part of the instructions to Yehoshua. With this, we close the third aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful